1: Yo, yo, yo. Lucky Lucky Podcast. I'm your boy, Sean Davis. SD2 Mike's on Instagram and Twitter. We are brought to you by Anora Whiskey. AnoraWhiskey.com. It is at premium American whiskey. AnoraWhiskey.com, man. And if you drink, make sure you do so responsibly. It's great to be here, man. It's Thursday. Weather's beautiful. Right around 78 here in Chicago. Lev's going to be here momentarily, man. I'm a little irritated, Notre Dame fans. I'm going to be honest with you. I hope you guys have your LL question of the day ready. Your top five TV moms. Top five TV moms of all time. Top five TV moms of all time. We'll get to it. But I'm irritated on multiple fronts. I myself have been on record. You're right, Adam. It's Wednesday. Man, I was a day. Man, I keep messing days up. I don't know why I'm thinking it's a day ahead this week. That's wild. Happy hump day, everybody. Yo. Sam Hartman is the fifth or sixth best quarterback in the nation, in my opinion. It is debatable. If you have them in your top five, if you want to have them four, fine. I don't care. It's apples to apples. preference. It's no big deal. But my guy Jordan Reed, who I know very well from my time at my former place of employment, I watched this young man come in grind, build his resume, build his his brand to now be one of the lead draft analysts over at that network. He puts out an article where he talks about the rankings for the draft of the 24 class. And he has four guys that have first-round potential in this article. Four guys that have first-round potential in this article. Now, he has 26 quarterbacks that have potential of being drafted. That's a lot of quarterbacks.
2: But let me read to you
1: a snippet. And I would love to wait until left is here so he can hear this. But I want to read to you a snippet of what he said about Sam Hartman. And I preface this by saying, look, I've been on record saying he is fifth or sixth of the returning quarterbacks. I've been on record saying that the brand of Notre Dame is bigger for him than he is for Notre Dame. That's my opinion because I don't consider him an aircraft carrier type quarterback. He's not a Trevor Lawrence. He's not a Deshaun Watson. He's not a Tua. He's just not one of those guys that can carry a program, in my opinion nor should he have to carry this Notre Dame team with the talent they have. That's not why he came here. Sam Hartman is going to be a Heisman candidate. Not because of Sam Hartman. Sam Hartman is going to be a Heisman candidate because he's the starting quarterback for the University of Notre Dame. And if he is successful as the starting quarterback for the University of Notre Dame, he will be in the Heisman race. That's a known fact. I don't know, you put name, insert name. If Blank is successful and wins at Notre Dame, he will be in the Heisman race. Period. Because it's Notre Dame. But with that being said, I just don't understand the disrespect, the level of disrespect that has been thrown at Sam Harper. It started with the ESPN article saying he was a tier four quarterback. Stuart Mandel had an article on The Athletic when I got Bruce Feldman that considered him to be a tier three Quarterback, possibly. But they put him in the fourth tier. And I read my guy, Jordan Reed's article. And I just shake my head. Because as much as I've tried to tell Notre Dame fans to hit pause on all of the, you know, he's taking us to the championship. You know, he's this, he's that. Like, relax. Relax. Just let him play, let him play his role as part of his team. Is he an upgrade? (laughs) Without question. Let's relax a little bit. Even in saying that, Jordan Reed, good guy, good guy. Man, look, if there's anyone that I will politic for over at that place when it comes to analysis, for the NFL draft is Jordan Reed I've watched his grind we came to the company around the same time this dude is real his words with Sam Hartman Hartman is one of the most highly decorated players in ACC history after a five-year career at Wake Forest he set a conference record with 110 touchdown passes and his 12,967 career passing yards ranked second behind Phillip Rivers. But he is exiting the Demon Deacon's uncon- unconventional offense that included an elongated mesh with the running back, and he is out to prove that he can play in a more traditional drop-back scheme. Hartman's skill set aligns well with the Irish's rhythm-based offense that focuses on attacking the intermediate areas. What? See, look, once again, the disrespect of not only the quarterbacks, but the talented wide receiver. What do you mean the intermediate areas? Notre Dame has nothing but speed and size now at the wide receiver position. The freshmen have speed. Jaden Greathouse is an intermediate guy. Chris Tyree is explosive. It's almost like they're so used to Notre Dame throwing to the tight ends over the middle. (laughs) So now you're punishing Sam Hartman because you feel like he fits Notre Dame's system of focusing on the intermediate pass. And then at the same time, you're saying that he fits that because he can't push the ball down the field, which is what he absolutely did at Wake Forest. So I'm trying to figure out what's being said here. Yes, some more conventional drop back offense, play action, ability to run the ball, but Tommy Reese is no longer the offensive coordinator. As a new sheriff in town. His name is Jared Parker. I believe Jared Parker wants to be a little bit more aggressive. I fully expect Jared Parker to throw the ball down the field a little bit more, spread the ball around a little bit more. But I do think the national media, what they're doing is they're hedging their bet when it comes to Sam Hartman. This is what they're doing. No one... International media wants to jump out the window on Sam Hartman and say, "Okay, he's going to be the guy. He's going to be in the Heisman race. He's going to do this. He's going to lead Notre Dame to the college football playoff. No one wants to jump out the window. So now everybody's just sitting back saying he's tier three, He's tier four. Yeah. You know, he has all the records in the ACC, but that was in an unconventional offense. Yeah, with less talent than he's playing with this year in South Bend. Much less talent. Well, he fits their intermediate passing offense. What? What intermediate passing offense? It's a new coordinator. It's a new quarterback. No big-time tight end. That we're used to. What are you saying? And I've come to the realization, okay. as we bring left in, I come to the realization that no one really knows what the hell Notre Dame
3: is going to be this year. That's nobody the
1: thing. knows. Nobody, nobody knows. knows.
3: Nobody knows because we don't have a bonafide guy. Oh yes,
1: that that, is, that has been.
3: If you go into a classroom and you don't know who your star student is, do you have a good class? If you go in there, you'd be like, oh, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80. 80. Am I a good teacher? I, 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 don't, I don't have anybody failing. Right. I got a bunch of regular students, but am I a good teacher? <laughs> Nobody's failing. No, no you know, yeah. 80s, 80s. But if I ain't got no stars, you know, you go up to the chalkboard and you be like two plus two and and you look out and and you got your star student raising their hand every time. (laughs) Oh, Carlos, my man, with the answer every time. If you ain't got no Carlos in your class, are you a good teacher? Do they know two plus two? Because the 80 tells me I don't know. That's what the 80 tells me. And that's why nobody knows about us yeah we got yeah sam hartman was a four tier we said it yesterday four leading a, a program to a championship That'll settlement it's it's yes we are excited and we need them but we don't know and that's the problem yeah
1: and shout out to uh i got michael campbell Uh, He says, I see Hartman as a team carrier because of the past history of Notre Dame offense in the passing game in the Brian Kelly and Tommy Reese era. Show me where I'm wrong. Uh, Heisman guy, day one at Notre Dame. First of all, if he's a Heisman guy, it's not because of him. It's because of Notre Dame.
3: Well, you're not a Heisman guy if the team is making you better.
1: Dude, look. I'm Kevin not about Williams. to sit it. We're not, we're not about to sit. Look, I love Notre Dame fans, but we're not about to sit here. Stop. He's not Trevor Lawrence. He's not Deshaun. He's not a first-round pick. He's not Bryce Young. He's not C.J. Stroud. Stop. He's not. He doesn't have to be. He's
3: not Tim Tebow.
1: Love the one you're with and come, dance with the one you brought to the dance. That's Sam Hartman. Love on him this year.
3: Yeah, it's a good date,
1: but you don't have to exaggerate who he is. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like when you haven't met your boy's been away. You're like, dude, where you been? Like, oh, I've been dating this shorty. Yo, why haven't we seen her? What's she look like? She thick? Was she dark skin? She light skinned Wait, what she what's what's she, what's she look like? Oh, well, you know, uh,
3: it's like, dude, come on, man. Yo, <laughs> what's up? It's like, it's like. It's like you live in Iowa and you go to a school prom, right? But you take a girl from a different high school. Yeah. So in Iowa, everybody's like, "Oh, okay, you got something new, okay, oh, ooh, ooh, yeah." It's like, well, "You know, is she, what's she, she? nice. She, yeah, she a nice little eight or seven, something nice." Yeah. But that's an eight or seven in Iowa. You right. go to Miami and go to prom Miami with that eight or seven. It's like a four or five.
1: Right.
3: We got Sam Hartman. That's an eight or seven for us. That's good. That's good because we ain't we ain't seen that in the area. But we take that eight or seven and go put it up with the other the the the, the, the nines and tens and other places. We should we know what we got. We no. We we should be happy with that. Yes. But at the same time, we know where we got to go, and what the difference is. And let's not be disillusioned by the difference, the levels to it. We had a sack leader, twenty-five sacks, greatest all time. And then Ohio State had a Chase Young, who was the greatest player at in college football at that time. There's a difference. They're both great players, good DNs, but it's levels to it. We just got to kick up our level just a little bit. It's just like we on the third floor. We just got to get to the attic. That's all. We just got to get to the attic. But let's not act like we're on the attic. See, that's the thing. We can't act like we on the attic now. We... And,
1: and it's just, I, man, look, this is this took me over the top, bro, because I felt like, even in the analysis, it's like, dude, can you find – no one can find anything good to say about Sam Hartman other than what he's done. No one? No one can say what he's about to add to the Notre Dame offense? No one? The Notre Dame offense with him is still going to be a run-the-ball intermediate pass game offense, huh? That's It's, it's, it's still Notre Dame. It's still Notre Dame. It's
3: a little bit more past. That, it's, yo, <laughs> but is that, not, that's, that's the a what point. where that. the
1: disrespect, the disrespect. <laughs> I'm like, that's look, all right, Sam's we're going fault. too far.
3: That's not Sam's fault.
1: No, it's not Sam's fault.
3: That's not Sam's fault. It's not Sam's fault. You came into something. It's not Sam's fault at all, right? Well, we're built a certain way. You know, when you coming into you, we we built as a running team with some receivers. So when Sam's coming into it, yeah, we we took him for his skill set that fits what we got. Not as the game changer that we fitting around. He's fitting around. He's fitting into us. We ain't fitting around him. But him fitting with us makes us better. That's why it's like, as a standalone, he's not in no Heisman race. No. Because if, if, if he was, then we would be like, oh, Sam's coming to add the deep threat. He's coming to be a run threat. He's going to be leading the team. Oh, he, it would be an easy sale. We're just like, listen, we got 1% better with Sam. And that's where we are right now. We just 1% better. We 1% Why better would- And we're being really picky because Sam's going to play well majority of the season.
1: Yeah.
3: We can win, we can close our eyes and say eight games for sure we're winning with Sam Hartman. But that's our expectation. We're just being, picking through the, the fine weeds of things. But we're talking about these three games that we really, really need to be impressive in. Yeah. On top of the uh, avalanche of pressure it takes to be, you know, remarkable in the postseason, which is a whole nother topic because we have to evaluate the regular season. We know Sam can do well in the regular season. But those three particular games... Is his skill set good enough to, 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 to rise above all ships? I don't think so. But I think they know that too. I think we as a team are thinking collective effort. We're firing on all cylinders. We beat you as a team. It's just... That's just a that's a lot it requires. I mean, everybody has to do the, the right thing all the time.
1: And hey, Lucky Lefty Podcast, you know how you would switch players in EA games? You would make trades, and then you would go to the front the home page and see the overall number for the team to see how many points you improved, whether or not you went from a team grade of 80 to up to 83 or whatever.
3: Yeah, straight up.
1: I'm not about to sit here and try to, you know, analyze how much Sam Hartman improves.
3: Look, we went from like an 89 to a 92. I think that's, I, I think that's fair.
1: I don't want people to exaggerate because see, this is what happens, right? This is what happens. As someone said in the chat, Sam Hartman beats Ohio State, and he beats USC. Right? And cats go crazy like, oh, Sam Hartman. It's like, dude, Tyler Buckner almost beat Ohio State at Ohio State. Like, it's not like Ohio State was that much better than Notre Dame
3: last year. Right, right, right. Right, so it's, it's not, not like, like, he, that, like it's
1: not like he had to make up so much room right. for Notre Dame to have a chance to beat Ohio State. They had a chance to beat them last year in Columbus. We had a chance to beat USC. They smacked Clemson with Drew Pine. Yeah, we smacked,
3: yeah, we smacked Clemson with no smacked Tyler them. with no Tyler Buckner with no Tyler Buckner,
1: and then just had injuries and couldn't stop Caleb Williams. But Drew could put up what, that. forty plus points. Look, man. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't want the narrative. I just don't want this narrative to be. Like, oh, look at how much of a difference Sam Hartman makes for the Notre Dame program. Like, hold Sam on.
3: Hartman to make a difference at what, for the Notre Dame program. This is what it would take. I'm talking about first game. First game, he got to come out with four hundred yards, five touchdowns, like C.J. Stroud numbers. We would have to be averaging 40-plus points a game like a Caleb Williams, like a C.J. Stroud. And then we would have to win convincingly over these teams that we have to beat. Not just beat them. We would have to smack Ohio State. And then Sam would have to be in New York. Mm. He would have to damn near win it be there, damn near win it. He would raise his draft stock from a 3 to a 1 in one season. These are all the things that you can can look at and be like, okay, he made the Notre Dame program better. If he had uh, Bolitnikov, he had made one of our receivers a Balitnikov guy. Which means one of our receivers or two or three of our receivers are mm-hmm. over 1,500 yards. And and 15, 16. To, like this. This is the type of stuff that that, that it, what it looks like. Couple of receivers be a, uh, We'll be talking about them like we talking about Washington receivers and Ohio State receivers. And then we would have to win the championship, where we would be favored by Vegas. That's how you know when Sam Hartman makes a team later. When Vegas says we're not going to be the same record, that's how you know, right there. <laughs> When Vegas says, Oh, y'all got Sam Hartman. Oh, y'all still eight and eight. Nothing changed,
1: exactly. That's
3: how you know the
1: it's win total. The win total is the exact same,
3: it's the exact same until we go in and Sam Hartman came in and we go, Oh, we're favored over Ohio State right now. Vegas is going crazy. We're plus three at home of State or plus seven or something because we got Sam Hartman. We still projected eight and eight. We probably not even projected to win the first game at home and we got Sam Hartman. So either Vegas is crazy or we or we need to 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 look at the look at what we really have. We just need See. to be a little bit better.
1: This is my thing. Be the same. Be the same. And understand who you are. If I, let, let me speak to Notre Dame fans for a second. Now I feel like Notre Dame fans forgot who they were. And they got a little bit too excited about Sam Hartman. I'm going to be honest. Like, when you get that excited about a dude, it's like, hold on, man. You, you must forget that you're Notre Dame. You must forget that you're Notre Dame.
3: You know, because we've been buying Sam today. Hartman.
1: Sam Hartman is the one that should feel honored to be coming to Notre Dame.
3: Just like Jack Hartman was honored, 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 played his butt off for the
1: opportunity to show scouts that he's and not I a did. system quarterback. Yeah, and to he play did. with better talent than he's ever played with before, to actually have a running game in the That's offensive we, line.
3: You know what? That's right. That's how we need to go in with our mindset. Like like I got started left.
1: Left, we stood on the hill and talked trash to Ohio State fans with Tyler Buckner going into the game as our starting quarterback. Well, and said, and Alabama's said, problem. wait a minute, and we said, Notre Dame is going to beat
3: you. That's right, in o- at Ohio State because of who we had as a team. Because of because of the team, the team. It was never, oh, we're we're going to outplay C.J. Stroud. Oh, we're no. going to out outplayed marvin harrison no, you know everyone that was
1: <laughs> like you know people brought you on their shows i went on the co-field show in yeah, las vegas to yeah, talk about the yeah. notre dame team they're like oh you guys are gonna have if you guys can't score with 20 points how are you gonna beat
3: yeah, we're like, arguing. No. Yeah, we're arguing that we're not talking about no like what makes you think ohio state is gonna score 20 like what are you talking about that's right that's right that's right
1: Nobody's worried about. Nobody was worried about Ohio State last year. No, and we didn't know what we had at quarterback. It's,
3: and we didn't think about that. We didn't even know what we had. Three. No,
1: and we and knew this we had year.
3: A good shot. This and year. This know.
1: year. To be honest, we feel like the pieces are better, but the national media is telling us we don't know what you guys have in offense.
3: We don't know like a stalemate like it's we don't know yeah it's neither good nor bad we don't know if it got better or worse and that's that's crazy you know
1: at Hunter H, thank you for tapping in. he says so you agree with the criticism not a top-level quarterback uh you have to explain to me what top level is is he a first round pick no
3: he's not a first so is he a second
1: he- round pick no is he an aircraft carrier? No, he's not a quarterback that carries a program. No, can he win big games at Notre Dame? That's yes,
3: all we ask, <laughs> that's all we ask. Can you that's the whole reason? The that's the whole reason he's here. That's just it. To, just to nudge us, do one of these, you know, give us one of these over. We're good. Just we didn't even ask you to carry us up there. That's it. We was like, can anybody push us over this rock? We 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 traveled all the way up the hill. We just need somebody to be like, oh, let me just kick it over. We don't ask you to take us up the. But that's the that's the significant difference between our program and quarterback situation that maybe the national media can't understand. Maybe because in house we know that we're a player away, just a just a decision maker away. One or two, three or four, five or six plays in a particular season from changing and making known what we really be building over here. And for us, we have been had the the misfortune of not having what a Clemson has had that has made us the difference of a program. What's the difference between us and Clemson? It's been the quarterback. If Clemson didn't have the quarterback that they've had success with, with Deshaun and Trevor for the consecutive years that they've had, they would look a lot like how they did last year. Yeah. A good team that was very inconsistent. Because of why? They had an inconsistent decision maker.
1: Yeah.
3: What has been our problem? An inconsistent decision maker. Or not effective enough a decision maker. That's the difference between us and Clemson. They've had effective generational talent, decision makers, at a time when their program was pretty strong. Yeah. We had a pretty strong program consistently, but the decision maker at the end of the day wasn't productive enough to highlight what we've been doing. And so when the national media sees us all the time, oh, they're losing all these big games. But it's been close. We've never been in a big game outside of 2012 National Championship. Where it's oh, like, oh, Man, they've
1: been in two college football playoffs. I mean. Yeah, but. Those are pretty big games.
3: Pretty big games. But because it's never you, been like.
1: You never felt like Notre Dame had it. Well, I didn't I think, never think Notre Dame, was, Notre going Dame was
3: going to win by double digits but no. i thought we've always had a chance to surprise them if we did everything right which That's is the thing. Crazy
1: everything ass. has to go right <laughs>
3: everything gotta go and
1: right. i i no longer i no longer feel that way yes this is why i'm really way. defending i'm defending sam hartman because yes. i'm saying that the media is being lazy not doing their due diligence, not recognizing there's a new offensive coordinator looking at his background, what he might want to do, look at the upgraded wide receiver, the speed we have on the outside now that's different, along with the offensive line, along with the running backs. It's more talent than Sam Harvin has ever had. Ever had. Sam Harvin has produced six 1,000-yard receivers A great at ease. Wake Forest. At Wake Forest. At Wake Forest. At Wake Forest. So who's a 1,000-yard receiver this year? Because for darn sure, he should be able to create
3: one in Notre Dame. Yeah. If I'm creating a soup and it's a vegetable soup, I got the carrots, I got the broth popping, I got the little turkey leg smoke cooking in there, and then you you taste it, you like, mm, it's good, but it's missing a pinch of salt. If I add that pinch of salt, are you gonna say this is good because the salt? Or are you gonna say the meal is good because the soup it is good? Sam Harbin is that pinch of salt. You like, man, this this meal is busting. It got the cornbread and the and the soup and the and the, you got the rice with it, and it's it's just it's just missing a little flake, it's missing a little salt. Just a little and it can make the whole thing complete. Yeah. But the pinch of salt don't make the meal. We got the meal. We just missing it. The... So when we go to these competitions, they be like, oh, it's it's good, but it's missing that um. Mm. All these other, these soups and these chilies got the um, mm. Got that. It's good, though. It looks good. It's plated right. And I can eat some more of it.
1: Oh, you know it's Notre Dame. Notre Dame is always gonna be plated right and presented yeah. right. Always gonna have the best grades, the high yeah, graduation it's, rate. We're gonna be man, plated the right.
3: We oh, done man. got the lighting right. The waiters got the, you know, got the got the proper how they do the, you know. Pepper grinder, if you need some on the salad, all of that. But it's one of those. It's like the Cheesecake Factory. The Cheesecake Factory is very misleading at times. You walk in, you go, it's a five-star restaurant. They got fancy stuff on the wall. Yeah,
1: yeah.
3: Everybody knows about cheesecake. They got everything you can order, everything. But there's not one thing on that cheesecake menu where you like, I got to get that every time.
1: I don't know. The factory nachos used to be my go-to. Used to be, but everything is kind of like. That's when I was younger. You know, when you're younger, you're more adventurous, you know. Factory nachos, but now it's the steak Diane or the chicken madeira
3: Both good meals. Yes, they're they're more filling though.
1: Shout out the cheesecake.
3: (laughs) 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 Maybe I should went Applebee's. Applebee's. Applebee's got, I got chicken alfredo, but it's not the the chicken Applebee's.
1: They had the quesadilla burger, right?
3: See, I never had see that's a lot. That's a lot. That'd yeah, the Apple
1: Apple the, most of the Applebee's in Chicago are closing up. So Lucky Nothing Podcast. I got Mike, he chimes in. He says, SD, have we pulled in Keely and Bowen? We have we would have been an overwhelming favorite to play for the Natty this season, but the media would have still killed us each chance they got because of the bread. Well, that, that works both ways, right? And I tell people all the time, I know being on the up, you know, you always feel like Notre Dame's being hated on, but networks love Notre Dame. Because Notre Dame's a cash cow. You know, you make money whether or not you show love to Notre Dame or you hate on Notre Dame because everybody watches. See, Notre Dame is one of those brands. You put a story up on ESPN about Notre Dame, Notre Dame, Notre Dame fans watch. Here comes the SEC hate. Here comes the ACC hate. They need to join the conference. Here comes the Big Ten hate. Everybody comes to the party. Why? Because it's Notre Dame. It, I mean, it's just the way I mean, it is. They hate and that's money. We like LeBron James. Oh, they do. ESPN loves Notre Dame. Loves LeBron. Loves Notre Dame.
3: Man, can you stop talking about? It's the same thing. No, it's not. No matter what they put out about. Think about this. How
1: are you comparing LeBron LeBron? James a brand to Notre Dame's brand, bro?
3: The way that the way that ESPN loves it, absolutely, absolutely. They said Kyrie asked LeBron a question, and it's been on the news for two days straight. Think about that. Kyrie <laughs> needs to be on the
1: petty train for asking that question. Too.
3: <laughs> but it was on the A block because it involved LeBron. Like, come on. We say Drew Pine hitting the transfer portal is getting A block love on ESPN. Ticker. They was they stop they stopped the uh, uh what's my show what's my show first tape breaking news. They had what's the Woja for college football? Who was at uh, uh Kirk Street or something? Breaking news! Stop all the programs. Dupont in the transfer portal because I never came. That's oh, the type of energy we get. So it's like, yeah, it's like, but people people like, but like you said, they're gonna be like, why they showing Pond and two? Who cares? He trans? Who cares? And then you got Notre Dame. Dang, I hope he does good, man. You know, good prospect, yada yada, yada. Either way, Drew Pond, and then and then, you know, they replaying, they be playing Tommy Custody Mount on TV. It's like it's all of that. <laughs> they be playing his highlight, they got Tommy custody mouth, they got him throwing touchdowns where it's Clemson. I mean, this is a Notre Dame affair. A block first Stephen A gotta wait for it. So you gotta, hold on. The producers said him Stephen A. We gotta we gotta drop this. Uh this Notre Dame news, you're gonna have to wait for a second. Breaking news. So, you know, anything Coach Kelly did that was a segment on ESPN. He probably running amok down in LSU. They ain't gonna report on that until it hit the until it hit the streets. <laughs> anything coach Kelly sniffed. That's probably why he started going golf. He said, Man, I can't do nothing around here. I can't be the no. Cincinnati Coach Kelly. Cause I get on ESPN more than more than anybody. Jesus ultimately
1: left you know thank you thank you for your your little skip routine there but ultimately Sam Hartman is a top five quarterback in college football coming to the season he was brought to Notre Dame for three games that's it Because Notre Dame recognized all we need is just a little bit more production at the quarterback position. That's it. We just need a little more from the quarterbacks. That's it. Just a little more from the quarterbacks might have gotten you eleven and one last year.
3: Might have got you eleven and one. (laughs) Facts.
1: Just a little more from the quarterbacks.
3: Crazy pull might have gotten
1: you eleven and one last year,
3: and a good shot for the playoffs. Absolutely, because we would have beat Michigan for sure.
1: And so as much love as everyone is throwing at Sam Hartman's feet, and I promise you, I'm defending Sam Hartman because I feel like the disrespect is way too much. Tier four, tier four, intermediate passer as he fits Notre Dame. Like the disrespect is just—he's
3: with us. We're going to make him. No,
1: he would have been a top five if he was at Wake Forest. He earned the right and put up the numbers to be a top five quarterback in college football. So that's saying he's a second first round pick. See, I'm no, no, I'm seeing I never judge Sam Hartman because he had a Notre Dame uniform. I judged him based upon the quarterback that he is.
3: So a top five quarterback in college football is a first, second round college <laughs> co- uh, quarterback.
1: According to who? Uh,
3: Caleb Williams is top five. Would you agree? Caleb Williams is number one. What are you talking okay, about? Okay, I'm just saying these are the. T- I'm saying we only naming five guys. Okay, Kim Drake May. He's, that's two he's the
1: first round.
3: Those two first rounders. I got three more. Uh, no,
1: you only have one more. That's a first rounder. But go Ooh. ahead. Michael Pinnock. <laughs> okay, it. that's
3: three. Now the that's other it. two dudes are out of the first second round.
1: Bo Nix is not a first round quarterback, and you know is he
3: a second round. They're gonna make you know they're gonna make that boy a second. If they made. Buddy from Tennessee. Anything close, they're gonna make Bo Nix first, second round. All Bo Nix gotta do is have what four thousand yards, lose all the big games, and then and then but play all right. He gonna be second round. That's easy. He got legacy, you know, Bo nicks you know that whole thing. Uh,
1: I said, but like they I said, don't he Brent was Farr.
3: watch, they're gonna call him Brent Farr. Call I him said, Brent it's debatable.
1: Farr. He was sixth on my list of returning quarterbacks. I had him at six, some people had him at eight, seven. I'm not mad at people that put him at five or four because it's debatable, it's preference. I don't have a problem with that. But what's not debatable is the fact that he's not a first round quarterback. That's not even an argument. He's not, no. No, he's not. He's not. But he doesn't have to be at Notre Dame.
3: No, he doesn't. He doesn't have to be. He won us 10 games.
1: And this is my point to Notre Dame fans. Be excited about Sam Hartman because Notre Dame.
3: Is excited.
1: As a team was good enough to beat everybody on the schedule last year. Yeah. They were good enough. They didn't get jacked from the quarterbacks. Not enough. So the fact that they got nine wins with the minimal production they got from the quarterback position lets you know how good Notre Dame is. We're like the SEC From team. a talent standpoint, they can stand up against Ohio State in the trenches and, and get, hold yeah, their they didn't own. Run. They did the it. Run. Their defense can hold the Ohio State offense down. They did it. Stick your chest out because of Notre Dame, not because of Sam Hartman. That's right. We're not talking trash about Notre Dame and Ohio State because of Sam Hartman. We did that last year because we believed the team was good enough to beat Ohio State. And they darned near proved us right. This year, now we're like, oh, okay, you're giving us the better quarterback in the game. This actually might get ugly.
3: That's what I'm saying. This might get ugly going into the games. This actually might get into ugly. Ohio State game got a better quarterback going into the Clemson game. This might get ugly, and we can be competitive in that SC game now. Not that we wasn't competitive, but hey, that SC game was. That's that's the one. We got a puncher's chance. Because we can swing now. We swinging with something that might mess around, and catch you. We know you got some hate makers over there. We might we might throw something that might knock you down.
1: Now, see, I would not be mad if the SC game is the game we go to the run game. And you say tell Caleb. Ka- yeah, keep Caleb right there on that sideline.
3: I mean, I don't like that strategy. I've you never can say you don't strategy. like it
1: all you I'm want to, bro. Like
3: that's what we did versus C.J., right? We supposed to run versus C.J. and then see C.J. on the sideline all game. And
1: I don't think no. they tried to do that against C.J., bro. I just don't think – I just know. I just really don't think the offensive line played well enough.
3: They did play well enough, offensive line.
1: You no, know, the offensive line was was subpar against Ohio State, bro.
3: I'm saying offensive line played well. If We make it to the red zone seven times. That's well, well enough to get something going. What
1: happened in the red zone, though?
3: We didn't have enough playmakers.
1: Well, that's part of the game. That's they all, what I'm they, saying, they yeah. also did. They also didn't get a quarterback enough time to throw or yeah. create enough holes in the running game.
3: Yeah,
1: they didn't play anywhere near the way they played against Clemson.
3: No,
1: against Ohio State. I'm excited. With Sam Hartman, I'm just as excited with Kenny Minchie, and I'm just as excited with C.J. Carr.
3: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Because the quarterback situation seems to be solved. Now we'll wait to see how development goes under Coach kadu
3: Yeah, I mean, I, I feel good where our, our quarterback uh, uh, roster is in terms of somebody going to make something happen on out of that bunch, you know. And then who we trying to bring in in recruitment, following that up is even better, you're
1: getting on par. Lucky nothing podcast, Apple podcast, Spotify, YouTube. Subscribe, thumbs up, smash it for us, helps with the views. We give you the audio edibles each and every day. And don't forget, go to CMB Nation right now, whatever you choose to follow or listen to your podcasting on especially on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Search CFB Nation. Lock in with us. Lucky Lefty will exclusively be there at the start of the fall. CFB Nation is where you get all your great content about college football. CFB All-American. Rising draft for Ryan Roberts, my guy. Shout out to the second-time dad, Ryan Roberts. Getting some sleep, hopefully. We give you audio edibles every day. Home with a misguided passion. Lucky Lefty Podcast. You already know. We spin it different. I hope you guys have your list ready. Top TV moms coming up at the end of the show. We come back. We'll celebrate another big-time talent come to Notre Dame on the offensive line. And boy, oh boy, with all of the momentum that EA Sports had, they threw a wrench in their own car still or created their own wrench. I just messed it up. I had it I had it perfectly what I wanted to say, but you know what I mean. They screwed it up. Stuck their own foot in their mouth. It's the Lucky Lefty Podcast. <laughs> we'll be right back.